Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're studying the book of John, the Gospel of John. And today is episode 114. We're looking at John chapter 7, verses 25 through 31. Jesus has gone up to Jerusalem to the Festival of Tabernacles, the Festival of Booths, and has gone to the temple and has been teaching at the temple and is now dealing with, uh, well, he's dealing with the religious leaders, but he's also dealing with the crowd. So let's read John chapter 7, verses 25 through 31. Some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Yet look, he's speaking publicly and they're saying nothing to him. Can it be true that the authorities know he is the Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. As he was teaching in the temple, Jesus cried out, You know me, and you know where I am from. Yet I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true. You don't know him. I know him, because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to seize him, yet no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. However, many from the crowd believed in him and said, When the Messiah comes, he won't perform more signs than this man has done, will he? Well, Jesus is still at the temple. He's uh, teaching at at the temple and is attracting attention. So, verse 25, some of the people of Jerusalem. Well, first, who are these people? Because we've been dealing with the Jews, that is the religious leaders. Then we were dealing with the crowd, people yelling, you have a demon. Who's trying to kill you? Now we have the people from Jerusalem. Is this the same as the crowd, or is this a different group? Well, John doesn't really tell us, but it seems to be that news is spreading. The crowd, I think, are the people who are initially there as Jesus is interacting with the religious leaders, and they're just chiming in. But then I think the people of Jerusalem are people who weren't necessarily at the temple initially, but news spreads rapidly. And so the people in, in the town, not necessarily at the temple, but many were coming to the temple. And news is getting around. The guy, Jesus, he is at the temple teaching. Would you believe it? And they say, isn't this the man they're trying to kill? Well, the crowd had yelled back in verse 20, who's trying to kill you? But we know the religious leaders have been plotting to kill him. Well, it goes back to uh, chapter 5, verse 18 because he healed on the Sabbath and said God was his father. But they're confused about this. Yes, this is Jesus. This is the man that they're trying to kill. Verse 26, yet look, he's speaking publicly, and they're saying nothing to him. Can it be true the authorities know he's the Messiah? So we know the authorities are trying to kill Jesus, Yet here Jesus is at the temple teaching and nobody's doing anything about it. What's up here? Perhaps they know something we don't know. They know that Jesus really is the Messiah. So there's a lot of questions here. However, there's some things we do know. Verse 27, we know where this man is from. Everybody knows where Jesus is from. He's from Galilee. He's from Nazareth. But when the Messiah comes, nobody will know where he is from. Now, where in the Bible does this tell us uh, that nobody knows where the Messiah is coming from? Well, it doesn't. There are some prophecies that you maybe could make a stretch, but it's really just more of a folk tale. 
uh, the things you know to be true because your mama told you when you were young that everybody knows that when the Messiah comes, it'll be a, he'll be a man of mystery. No one will know where he comes from. And, and some people even believe he wouldn't even know himself that he's the Messiah until it all happens. Then he discovers he's the Messiah the same time everybody else discovers he's the Messiah. Point is that they know what they know, which is which is what they've been told. And so they're, this is just a folk tale that nobody will know where the Messiah comes from. He'll be a man of mystery. So verse 28, as he was teaching in the temple, Jesus cried out. Basically means he yelled. So Jesus is teaching the temple. You know, this is how you know God. This is how you live for God. This, then, But he knows the buzz that's going on. So now he yells out, hey, you know me and you know where I'm from. You know I'm Jesus. You know I'm from Nazareth. Yet I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true. You don't know him. So he's obviously speaking about God the Father here. He says, I'm not coming on my own authority. I'm coming on the authority of God. He's the one who sent me. Yeah, you know me. You know where I'm from. But there's a big claim. You don't know him. Saying You don't know God. Because if you knew God, you would know what God was doing. And you would know that I am from him which he says in verse 29, I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Well, it's interesting that we know where you're from. You're from Nazareth. Yeah, you know where I'm from, but where I'm really from is from God, and that's the truth. He really is from heaven. And, and a contrast here in verse 28, you don't know him, but again in verse 29, I know him. So you don't know God? I do know God. You don't know what God's doing? I do know what God's doing because I am what God is doing. comes down to a, a, a crisis of belief, we often like to say. This comes down to you. You're either going to believe or you're not going to believe. So verse 30, Then they tried to seize him, yet no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. So some of them have, have had enough now. Uh, you're not the Messiah. We know you're not the Messiah. You can't be the Messiah because we know where you're coming from. The authorities are trying to kill you. We don't really know why they're not doing anything right now, but there's no way you're the Messiah. Therefore, we're going to put a stop to this. But no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. Now, John doesn't tell us what happened here, whether, you know, Jesus miraculously withheld them, whether he struck them blind and walked away from them, whether they changed. We don't know what happened. But the point here is Jesus is in charge of things. He does things when he's ready to do things, and he does things according to the plan. And the plan is not for him to be seized right now. The plan is for him to die in the spring at the Passover. So he's in control. Nobody can tell him when to do a miracle. He'll do a miracle when he is ready to do a miracle. And nobody can tell him when to go to the festival, even though he is going to the festival. He's going to do it the way you want to do it. He's going to do it the way he wants to do it. He's really going to do it the way the Father wants to do it. And he is even going to choose the point at which he's ready to die. And this is not the time. He's still got six months before that time will arise because he still has you know, the rest of his ministry to carry out. And he is going to die on the Passover. So Jesus is in charge of things, and so they don't lay a hand on him because, because it's not time for them to lay a hand on him. 
Verse 31, however many from the crowd believed in him and said, when the Messiah comes, he will perform more signs than this man has done, will he? So here's this crisis of belief. Here, here's two groups of people, and they each have the same information. They each have seen the same events. They each have had the same experience, yet some are ready to seize him and turn him over to the authorities so they can kill him. Others believe. Part of their belief, they don't have a fully formed theology, but they're just making sense of things, saying, wait a minute, the, the miracles this guy does. You know, it's like when Nicodemus came to Jesus back in chapter 3. Nicodemus said, no one can do the things you do if he wasn't from God. And they recognized that. And they said, you know, I can't imagine a Messiah doing more miracles than this guy does. This guy does miracles. This guy's a miracle maker. This guy is, is amazing. I, I can't imagine a Messiah who would do more miracles than this. He must be the Messiah. And so they believed. Well, we've got the same thing actually going on now. People presented with the gospel, the same gospel. Some will believe, and some will not believe. It's a matter of the heart. The Holy Spirit is active. The Holy Spirit is, is uh, touching people at the heart, but some will respond, and some will not respond. And we don't know who will respond and who won't respond, and whether they'll respond sometime in the future, even if they don't respond today. We just be faithful to, to share the gospel with those that need to hear it and allow the Holy Spirit to, to touch people's hearts and, and people's free will to choose whether they will respond or not respond. So here is the crisis of belief. Some believe and some don't believe. Well, we're not done with this episode. We'll continue next time. So join me then. We'll see you then.